0: Welcome to the Movie Holes Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh and Kim Henschel.
1: I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Movie Holes Podcast. So, this week...
0: We decided to choose an awful piece of crap
1: oh my god why why did we do this to ourselves
0: this this is the definition of why the hell was this movie made
1: money it was made for money obviously
0: So that's the definition of better in small doses
1: oh my god Mm -hmm. i know
0: i think oh we haven't even said the name of it we haven't even told you what
1: we're talking about that's how sad we are about it yeah so we watched the spinoff from the popular Universal Pictures animated feature Despicable Me Minions. Ugh. Oh my god. Now, I'm not usually the one to call something a dumpster fire.
0: No, that would be me. But
1: fuck, this was a dumpster fire. In fact, I was pouring gasoline on it to make it go bigger. Just hopefully this, I could get out of this movie. This
0: was a dumpster fire hit by a Mack truck, then. And- the Mack truck plowed into a train wreck.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. wish I had been part of the train wreck.
0: At least I would have had to finish watching this.
1: Oh my god. So this movie opens of course with the Universal Studios logo.
0: And which used to mean something when it was in the front of a film.
1: Did it? Back in the, when I was a really kid, I
0: remember when we went if we went to the movies and we saw that Universal globe, it meant you were in for 2 hours of a good time.
1: I will admit that there are some fantastic Universal films. Yes. Just, I feel like in the last couple years, although yes, they are doing well financially. Yeah. The Universal Globe and the Comcast company underneath it kind of make me a little sick to my stomach.
0: It's that Comcast part on the bottom. I think
1: it is the Comcast part at the bottom. So, the Globe comes up and the Minions are singing the Universal song.
0: Oh, now, dear good.
1: I enjoyed this when it was Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2 because it makes sense.
0: I haven't seen Pitch Perfect or Pitch Perfect 2.
1: I know. I have not made you watch Pitch Perfect because I think you would actually maybe kind of enjoy the first one a little bit (sighs) because really- Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Not to mention Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins as the commentators through both movies are freaking Hilarious.
0: Well, they're both very good. I
1: mean, it's kind of like Gary Cole and Jason Bateman in Dodgeball.
0: Oh, that was fabulous. Which is
1: one of the best parts of Dodgeball. That was fabulous. They have that same role in Pitch Perfect, but they're talking about acapella singing, which is why it's so entertaining.
0: But we're not talking. But we're about not Pitch talking Park about right. Pitch Perfect. We're, we're talking, talking about, about minions. this god awful piece of shit.
1: See, I get distracted um, by
0: better movies. So after that, we go into Minion history lesson narration.
1: Oh, poor Jeffrey Rush.
0: Why you do you such need... a wasted use of Jeffrey such Rush. Such a
1: waste. I mean, obviously, people need paychecks, but...
0: Yeah, Damn. Well, I wouldn't turn down the role. All I have to do is sit in a sound booth for a couple hours. I'm good.
1: I'm good. I can talk. It's yeah. fine.
0: I obviously, mean, we... Vin Diesel is making more money doing that than I will ever see in my entire life. So... <laughs> True. And he's only saying three words over and over again.
1: Hey, I... Am and Groot are all very important words.
0: Yeah. Oh, and don't forget in the last one he also said we are groot.
1: Very true. So
0: that's two extra words. Two extra words. That's five words. Five whole words. And then he showed up at a premiere wearing an I am Groot t shirt and stilts. So, yeah, that was
1: a little weird. But okay. I'll so go with
0: it. We we go through the history lesson of the minions, and the only thing I can think of, they always look exactly the same, so are they immortal?
1: Oh my god, can so they many not questions. Be killed? Are they immortal? How right. do they reproduce?
0: There's no females.
1: They're, at least not that I could figure out. Or are they
0: all females? I don't know. They're all the same gender.
1: They are all... <laughs> they're yellow dildo-ish looking things. I don't hmm. know. It makes my head hurt just thinking about like, Minions. There's,
0: there's questions to be answered.
1: Plus, really, like, some of the things that come over in this history of Minions sequence
0: would be, would be, a better be way movie. better
1: movies.
0: I particularly like when they're with... The T-Rex.
1: T-rex. It's a T-Rex.
0: Of all the things, I don't want to say this movie jumped the shark because it jumped the fucking shark right away when they showed a vampire.
1: Okay, I thought the vampire thing was kind of funny. I thought it
0: was freaking stupid. I mean, I mean don't no, me- at no time in any of the Despicable Me movies have they indicated that vampires are a thing. I
1: know, they've never indicated that supernatural things are exist. However, obviously, it's a slightly augmented reality because there's no tiny little yellow pill dildo things running around. There's no super villains that I know of.
0: I mean, there are, but they're not nearly as well funded as these people.
1: Yeah. So really, I thought that the vampire thing was kind of entertaining, only because it kept helping to highlight how fucking unlucky the minions are. True. Because all they try to do is help out whoever they think is their boss. Right, and, like, and they
0: keep either killing them killing
1: or... Killing them or screwing up whatever screwing they're doing.
0: Uh, it's
1: That's kind of funny.
0: We we see them with Napoleon. Yes. And that's the last boss they have before they have to go into the Arctic.
1: Yes, they go find their giant ice cave.
0: And they build their civilization and they're all... It's fine, except they're bored to tears.
1: Right, because they have no one to serve.
0: They have no one to serve, so... There's a minion psychiatrist.
1: Yeah. I I, I I,
0: don't think that would be useful in any way.
1: I mean, obviously these things have problems, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really understand anything they said.
0: Well, I guess. parts of it, because the minion language includes French, Spanish, and English. Okay. And then gibberish.
1: So... Most of it, I guess you could understand through intent. Like,
0: if you had knowledge of all three languages.
1: I mean, I have a rudimentary knowledge of all three languages. So, I mean, I, I you understood. you have to be
0: at least conversational in all three to get exactly what they're trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I understood parts of. Stuart? Is it Stuart that starts the thing? It's Kevin. Kevin starts it. And he he wants to go and find a boss. He wants to go find someone that they can serve. Yes. So he takes Stuart and Bob. Bob. It's Bob. They take Stuart and Bob with him to find a boss to serve. Immediately they go out of the cave and Stuart pulls out a banana. Banana. Where the hell did he get a banana in the Arctic?
1: You were just way too obviously nitpicky.
0: I'm just saying. I was
1: personally banana. distracted by the fact that they were all wearing triple X Xander Cage jackets to even notice that there was a banana.
0: Well, you know, it's just a fashionable pimp jacket right there.
1: Obviously.
0: And let's be, let's be fair, we only watched about 20 minutes of that one.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, he wears the same jacket in the first movie. It's yeah. Like it's not. A-
0: well, he goes to Russia. Yeah, I would wear that jacket in Russia, too.
1: <laughs> okay, I honestly don't remember that much of the first movie. I, I know there's a jacket.
0: It's an awesome pimp jacket.
1: And snowboarding or surfing or... It,
0: it's at this point of the movie I realized that the only reason they didn't serve Hitler was because they were stuck in this cave. Obviously. Which is frightening in so many ways.
1: Except that would probably have probably brought a... a much different ending to World War II.
0: Or he would have been dead before the war started.
1: Exactly. Oh. Because I swear to God, the minions have, like, a cursed rabbit's foot that they keep losing. Like, they have awesome luck for, like, five minutes, and then, like, everything goes to shit.
0: What? I lost my shoe.
1: It just keeps going in a circle.
0: So, anyway, our three minion heroes make their way to New York City. Because where else are they going to go to find a supervillain? New York City. They should have just tried Trump Tower. Except it was 1968.
1: Eh. I don't know, like, so many things in this movie. I didn't do enough research.
0: Yeah. They go to a store. Yes. After they... stealing their trademark overalls from clotheslines.
1: Which was super convenient that those were just there.
0: And in their size. They go to a store. Yes. It's bright-ass daylight outside when they get inside that store. Well, and yeah. then two minutes later... Over the PA, you hear, the store is closing now. What time does that store close? 5 p.m. That is a ridiculous time for the city that never sleeps.
1: I'm just saying you don't know if it's a Sunday.
0: I, I don't care. But also. They, they spend the night in the.
1: In movie land, the sun goes down like that.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: There's no such thing as Twilight or Sunset or. Oh, just...
0: there's unfortunately such thing as Twilight. I
1: didn't mean that movie. That God forsaken movie. Sorry.
0: I got distracted by something that's even worse than Minions. <laughs> so the store closes. They stay in the store and, you know, take a bed. Because it's cheaper than a hotel It's New York.
1: Do you think the yellow things have wallets or cash or anything?
0: I was just wanting one of the mannequins to come to life.
1: I mean, it did kind of feel like they were in the movie Mannequin.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, look, it's Kim Cattrall. So they're messing with the TV they brought up somehow end up on the classified villain network channel.
1: You you don't know about that channel?
0: No. I know it, about that channel. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> it's also extremely convenient.
0: For- convenient and totally drives the plot because it tells them about villain con. Yeah. I've been to many cons in my life. None of them have been villain con.
1: Yeah, except we didn't live in Orlando in 1968.
0: Nobody else did either.
1: Oh, I <clears> know. <throat> so how would we know whether or not and there's a random villain
0: coming? Of up? course the convention is in Orlando. <laughs> I know. Where else would the convention be? They, they decide they're going to go to Orlando. Of course. Because plot. So they're trying to hitchhike and they get picked up by... Other people going to Orlando.
1: Okay, before we get to the actual other people going to Orlando, how the fuck did they learn how to write English?
0: No idea. And how, how? Did, how did they spell Orlando without can ever seeing They could barely the
1: pronounce word? the word Orlando.
0: Yeah. How Mark. did
1: they figure out how to spell it? Yeah. Or how to write? Or where did they get a marker to write with? These are the questions that I ask myself while I'm watching shitty movies.
0: Well, yeah, and you call me a nitpicky asshole.
1: I'm a nitpicky bitch. There's a difference.
0: So then they get they get picked up by this family that's headed to Orlando. Immediately, the family robs a bank.
1: Well, yeah. Well,
0: because vacations in Orlando are fucking expensive.
1: Exactly. How else are you supposed to go see all the theme parks?
0: I know. Except for it's 1968. There's no theme parks. Theme park construction hadn't even started yet.
1: Not in Orlando. However.
0: There's no theme parks in Orlando.
1: I will say that there are no theme parks in Orlando at this time. However, I'm pretty sure there are tourist attractions in the greater Central Florida area.
0: Yeah, well, like what was it, Cypress Springs,
1: Cypress Gardens,
0: Cypress Gardens, probably around there. Orlando itself was a very small town. Well, yeah, it was in 1968, mostly but it was the largest thing around the area of land that Walt Disney had purchased
1: but i mean considering that Busch Gardens in Tampa Bay opened in 1959 okay which i mean it's not Orlando but it's close there's still stuff
0: and they get when they get to Orlando they go to a, a place that the address would put it smack dab in what would later be called the Florida Project for Walt Disney oh i know so this is a huge dig at Disney. They couldn't resist making this look. The villains are going to be in Orlando, right on Disney property.
1: What other property is there?
0: Uh, there's, I don't know, Universal property.
1: Why? Why would the villains be at Universal?
0: Because we got the villains, Joe. I don't know. But
1: but, Universal made this movie. That means they're the heroes.
0: Except this movie is about villains. I know. So the villains are the heroes in this movie.
1: I wouldn't really call minions villains.
0: I call them that annoying, that
1: annoying comic relief that is only good in
0: small doses. Small doses. And it's
1: why the droids cartoon did not work.
0: Mm. Because although we all things didn't work,
1: all enjoy say. C-3PO or R2-D2 in small doses, we don't want to watch them the whole fucking time. Oh, God, no. Or Ewoks. Ewoks. We
0: we go back to... Anyways. (laughs) We go back to the caves and the other minions have found... New bosses? Yetis! They were yetis. They were yetis. Or yeti. I don't know what the plural is because, well, it they don't exist. So. Though,
1: I will admit, one of them did look exactly like the Abominable Snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
0: It was funny. How, how I was our, just like, oh, that's cute. But how many designs for a Yeti is there?
1: About 13.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really about it. We're back with Stuart and Kevin and Bob at Villain Con in Hall H.
1: Of course, Hall H. What other Hall is Where there? Where else
0: would you put it? Is it Hall H? And the main antagonist... I the, guess. The, the one they really want to work for... I can't... Scarlet, Scarlet Overkill. Overkill, because the whole movie is that. Scarlet Overkill is talking, and I'm like, yay, equality, because, you know, she's a female villain. In
1: 1968.
0: She, in 1968. So, I so mean... The yeah. opportunities for criminals... Female criminals in 1968 were small I guess
1: I have no idea I was never a villain in 1968
0: There's this stupid thing Where she's like It's a contest to be my new henchman And if you take this thing out of my hand Blah blah freaking blah Right
1: so basically it was the contest To get into the Foot Clan
0: Pretty much From
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too.
0: Right oh, you See that? Is this enough? Sue, so we we have the whole hub of You obviously know that Kevin, Bob, and Stuart are going to get the jewel.
1: Honestly, I'm proud of you for remembering their three names, like, every time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bob swallows it because he's trying to get his teddy bear, not the jewel. Oh, by the way, in this Villains Con, the creature from the Black Lagoon is there.
1: Yeah. I mean, isn't his name, like, Larry or something?
0: I would say Lawrence, and he goes by Larry. It's possible. I really I, wasn't I don't listening. No, I don't care. I think it's so stupid. There's... Added to the list. The family that they came with, who are all villains. There's just a whole bunch of villains all over the place. I did enjoy the time travel villains. The time travel villains was fun because they killed the original. And then they all... And then pooped. they all disappeared. Here's the problem with this. If all of these people are villains... I feel like there shouldn't be any villains, because they all have amazing technology that they could sell to the army. The military would be very interested, especially in 1968, when we're, like, getting really, really, really involved in Vietnam. Ah,
1: You're so cute. You think that this universe actually cares about the
0: rules it has set up? I'm just it saying. It doesn't.
1: It doesn't give a fuck.
0: I'm just saying, if all you're interested in is money... There are easier ways to do it if you're that good of an inventor. Sorry, my next two notes are fuck this movie. No, really, fuck this movie.
1: Well, anyways, the three main minions are then chosen to be her new henchmen.
0: Yep, and they're flying.
1: And they decide uh, they fly to England.
0: They fly to England
1: to um her she, estate. Two I things here. Yes.
0: 1968. He calls from the airplane. He does. He calls a cave in the Arctic from an airplane.
1: I was a little more concerned about the phone in the cave than I was about the phone on the plane.
0: Well, because nowadays every plane has phones, but it is 1968.
1: Well, yeah. Also, this was not obviously not a traditional plane. I mean, it's shaped like a Z. First
0: of all, second, earphones in 1968 would be a little bit.
1: I'm just saying that the amount of ridiculous technology that has already been shown to you in this film for 1968, I really think a phone in a plane is the least of your
0: worries. It's at this point my mind started to wander a little bit, and I wondered that this is the 60s, and no one thinks these little assholes are just bad a bad trip. Like, nobody's like, dude, you gave me the brown stuff.
1: Yeah, but didn't you notice, like, three-quarters of the people didn't even notice they were there?
0: Well, it was New York. Not even just in New York. Well, look at everybody else that was at (sighs) VillainCon. Creature from the Black Lagoon just sitting there in the middle of the fucking crowd.
1: I I know. But, I mean, there's a whole Villain magazine, and he had a spread,
0: so... And then I got really nitpicky when we met though What's-His-Nuts, her husband... And he had uh, stolen Eddie Warhol paying me like, somebody really loves my, captured my love of soup. And I'm like, oh, this moron doesn't even understand Warhol. Ugh. He's a
1: character in a kid's movie. It was a joke for the parents. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he wasn't supposed to understand Warhol. It was a joke. Because was a joke. Because the adults understand that Warhol's about consumerism and blah, 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 blah. I,
0: I don't think I'll, most of them do understand.
1: Oh, wait, they're taking their kids to see this piece of shit. Of course they don't.
0: At this point is where we get into her main scheme, which is to steal the crown of England. Yes. Somehow she thinks that'll give her the throne or something. I wasn't really paying attention. I honestly
1: don't know whether or not she really wanted the throne or she just wanted the crown and the throne thing got thrown in later.
0: I was more distracted by how good John, John Hamm was at being a complete moron slacker. No,
1: Sorry. Lost all
0: respect for John Ham.
1: I thought Bridesmaids did me in on John Ham, but no, this killed it. I'm done. He's dead to me. Dead to me.
0: I will never get over Mad Men. I think it's amazing.
1: Dead to me. Once they're at her estate, I'm really like, how does no one know where the villains are?
0: Like, Like, she kind of advertises where she lives. She
1: has a giant fucking castle thing on a hill and it has her name on it and like. If someone's actually actively looking for her...
0: Yeah, at least Groot had kind of a under... Like a low-key kind of
1: house. It just kind of makes my head hurt.
0: God, I hope the next Despicable Me movie isn't this bad.
1: I'm hoping it's better.
0: Mm, They go to the Tower of London. Obviously, that's where the crown jewels are kept. That's actually accurate. That's where the crown jewels are kept. Yes.
1: And it did make me giggle a little when the title card said, Tower of London, comma, London.
0: And Which can- is, it's making fun of yeah. pla- the hopefully place cards.
1: Hopefully making fun of, we oh. might be giving the, the, the filmmakers a little bit too much credit.
0: Yeah, it's a little witty for their taste. They go there and the lady at the booth is ruder than any British person I've ever met. Because British people just aren't rude like that.
1: I feel like there's at least one rude person in Britain.
0: Yeah, but they don't go anywhere because nobody likes them. She tells them that they need an adult to go in because they're short. Because obviously short means you're a child.
1: Well, yeah, you need a supervising companion if you don't fulfill the minimum height requirements right by yourself.
0: It's the Tower of London, not a theme park attraction.
1: Sorry. I I said that a couple too many times today. My
0: bad. Uh So they do, what else? The classic... Short people standing on each other's shoulders to make them look into a tall person. Oh my trope.
1: god, it's the stupidest thing!
0: It has been used by everyone from the little rascals onward,
1: little rascals, muppets, minions like
0: everybody uses this stupid trope, and it would not work
1: ever, ever, never, ever, ever work.
0: Oh!
1: I can't believe I fell for Muppet Man. They finally make it to the right uh, restricted Sorry, I, area.
0: I got distracted at that point in the movie going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God.
1: No, trust me. I was feeling the same pain, and I'm surprised I remember this. But they do make it to the restricted area, and they're like, right. you're you're not allowed here with the guards.
0: So, Stewart, Stuart? Stewart, the someone with the thing? Anyway, one of them has a hypno hat. Yes. That uh the main villain's husband gave them weapons and blah, blah, blah. And he hypnotizes the guards.
1: And they all start singing hair.
0: But in Minion language. Yes, hair. in Minionese, they start singing hair. and with Which the... makes me wonder, how long were they in New York? Did they have time to see hair while they were there?
1: I have no idea. They might have. I mean, mm-hmm. that would explain how later, as you go on... Uh, More of the references become towards 1969 rather than 1968,
0: rather than just poor research. It it would be possible because later we see the fucking moon landing, and I'm like, that was July of 1969. But thanks. Anyway.
1: Anyways.
0: So they get into the tower, and they're going to steal the crown jewels, and the last line of defense is a 300-year-old blind guy.
1: I don't think he was 300. I think that's pushing it a little bit. Like Who 298. Knows in this
0: movie? 298, he was, he was really old. He was blind. So obviously the hypno hat didn't work on him. Obviously. can't see it. Not going to hypnotize you. Plain and simple. I don't know why this was a problem for them. Look, they're, he's blind. Oh, wait. They can't stop themselves from laughing at the blind guy. At this point, we've already seen that um, the other minions have... Killed one of the Yeti, so the Yetis are run- chasing them so they had to run. Well, get. Yes. So they're like, we'll be in England in a minute. Or whatever they say in mini language.
1: Obviously more than a minute.
0: They get out and they're doing things. And stuff. We keep flashing over to them trying to get to England and they're like, oh, it's London. But no, it's Sydney, Australia.
1: I thought it was really convenient that there was a sign that said Australia to India.
0: So, I so you knew where they were. My first impression was this shitty movie can't even get geography right because it literally put Australia and India next to each other. Well, yeah, there's like a six inch jump. Nope, pretty sure there's like an ocean between them.
1: No, six inches. That's anyway. that's what this movie taught me. And there's uh, fancy signs
0: mm-hmm. right at so the edge. They try to steal the crown jewels, and a chase ensues. They kidnap the queen. Yes. Which, this was actually accurate. Queen Elizabeth has been on the throne since before 1968. Yes. And then, I can't even believe I have to say this, Bob pulls the sword from the stone and becomes the new king of England. Yes. Which,
1: I... I don't think that's
0: how that would work now, anyway. I'm pretty sure, no. First of all, I doubt anywhere in London is a actual sword in an actual stone
1: with a little sign that says the sword and well the
0: stone. i i think there is like a sculpture that depicts the sword in the stone but with a sign that says the sword in the stone and but i don't think it's the actual things. sword
1: in the actual stone no i
0: don't i doubt i doubt that
1: nor would it be a legally binding contract that if you pulled it out you were magically king
0: no i'm pretty sure parliament would have taken care of that really quick i'm hoping so bob becomes king scarlet overkill sees this on TV. And decides they have betrayed her. Curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. They have betrayed her even though she sent them on a suicide mission. That was the whole point. That was a suicide mission. Obviously. So she goes after Bob and he's like, I'll give you the crown. And they're like, there are laws against that. So he goes into Parliament and creates new laws. That's not how Parliament works. By 1968, that is not how Parliament worked. (laughs) The monarch couldn't just walk in and be like, this is the law. The monarch could walk in and say, this is what I would like to be the law. Please vote on this. Plot. Bad plot.
1: I'm not saying it's good, I'm just saying it's plot. You no,
0: know, I think it was just an excuse to see Bob in a powdered wig.
1: Yeah, probably. You know,
0: like, this movie is so shitty that they can't get half of things right because we're seeing, unless it is 1969 by then, we see things that just don't make sense.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you have them walking through the moon landing, which they say was televised and not real.
0: Right. Which, way to feed the conspiracy nuts.
1: Uh, I mean, you have your main minions popping into the street where Abbey Road, the picture is being taken, which also took place in 1969. There's multiple things that are iffy on this timeline.
0: Very iffy on the timeline. I mean,
1: you could rationalize it away with time of passage.
0: However like
1: it seems like what the tribe of minions is going through, obviously it takes more than three days to get from wherever their stupid ice cave is to Australia to India to England.
0: So anyway, after Bob gives up the crown to Scarlet She throws them in the dungeon to be tortured. Can I be tortured? Please. We already were. I
1: meant different torture, so I don't have to watch this anymore.
0: Ah. We could watch Twilight. Oh, God, no. Okay. So there's that, and then there's, they escape, and there's a chase through London. There's a point in the movie where they do a monkeys. Oh, when they're trying to, when they're being tortured, they do a monkeys song. I mean, hey Hey Were the Monkeys.
1: There was a plethora of music that was reflective of the sixties. I mean Purple Haze is in there. Hey Hey Were the Monkeys. Ugh. There's at least three Beatles
0: songs.
1: Uh it,
0: well, Yeah. While they're being tortured, they try to he tries to hang them. You can't hang someone that doesn't have a neck. Or bones
1: that you can tell.
0: Yeah, I, I, I got, got nothing. There's just a whole bunch of shit kevin gets away finds elizabeth and she's like oh how's that working out for you bob and stewart are captured yes and she's like if you don't bring me my crown by dawn they're gonna die second he walks out of the bar after she says that it's already dawn
1: yeah it got super
0: bright there was a sudden storm that just popped out of nowhere during the night While they were being chased around. Just, there's so many things that should not be happening in this movie. But happen. happened. Apparently, the people that made this movie don't know what the passage of time actually is. Are they dogs? I don't know. Probably. I mean, have you seen what Illumination has put out? Eh. Secret Life of Pets. True. Which wasn't too bad. Wasn't this. Also true. Also, we see a lot of Minion ass. In this movie, there's a part where one of them's wearing a thong. There's a part where they pull his pants down. I really have
1: no thing as to why there was some weird obsession with the minion bum.
0: Yeah, I don't understand. So she's going to blow them up anyway. She's going to kill them all anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Somehow Kevin gets gigantic.
1: Yeah, I completely missed how this happened.
0: It was in the ultimate weapon thing that her husband had been working on. Oh,
1: yeah, the thing that he's like, don't touch. And, of course, he touches.
0: In the end, of course, the minions win. They save the crown. They save England and the world. And Queen Elizabeth is has knighted Kevin.
1: Yeah, because that's a thing.
0: Given Bob a tiny crown to put on his bear well, yeah. Giving Stuart a snow globe and a guitar. that he breaks the guitar, so he just snatched the snow globe. Yeah. And he's like, whatever. It's like a snow globe.
1: Because all he wanted the whole time was a
0: ukulele. Mm, and he had, like, a mega ukulele. Or whatever he called it. Yeah. Whatever. Then the, all the minions find them. Queen's like, where's my crown? And there's Scarlet. And look, they get frozen. Scarlet and her husband get frozen. Oh, look, it's like a little tiny Groot. Yes. Not Groot, sorry. Groot. Gru. So close. But so far away at the little, same time. Little tiny Groot who's like, thank you. And she's like, you can't do this to me. I'm the greatest criminal in the world. And he goes, were you? Like, eh, shut up. It's mine. So
1: obviously the minions see that he is the biggest bad.
0: Yes. Yeah, so decides
1: they, the Groo is their
0: new boss. They follow him. Obviously, he's more resilient than their other bosses because he doesn't die.
1: At least not yet. We still have more Despicable Me movies. So. Yeah.
0: Despicable Me is coming out later. Actually looks pretty cute. Like, the fact that he's reuniting with his brother and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. I, uh, and being a villain is in his family blood. Whatever. Uh, it looks okay.
1: Honestly, the most in- interesting looking part to me is Trey Parker as the voice of the 80s villain.
0: Yeah, that looks fun. Because like, they even designed him to kind of look like Trey Parker.
1: Yeah, I was like, he kind of looks like Trey Parker. He's stuck in the 80s. It's kind of hilarious.
0: <laughs> but Minions itself.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. This movie.
0: It, I'm I'm surprised the franchise could survive past this.
1: Um, Because kids will see anything. They're not discernible movie watchers. Neither, they don't watch un-
0: movie watchers. They
1: don't understand what makes a good story. They're <laughs> children. They like bright lights and fancy things.
0: It's just garbage. It's straight garbage.
1: It really is. Like,
0: after seeing this, I now appreciate Moana.
1: I do. That's a and much better movie.
0: I'm not a fan of Moana.
1: I know. I think everyone knows. <laughs>
0: Here's uh, I get into my problems with Moana, but it's because it's not a good Disney movie. It's not that it's not a good movie, right? There are levels. I just have a higher standard for a Disney animated film. Moana didn't match it. Yeah. So why are we talking about? Why are you talking about Moana? It's better animated film than this. I'd rather talk about Zootopia right now.
1: We're talking about Minions and how shitty it is, and then we can wrap this up and stop. Okay, just bad. bad so bad it genuinely is not a good movie
0: it, like there's there's the story a... doesn't make sense the it really doesn't the flow is awful the passage of time if there is a passage of time does is it made clear at all not at all we don't know how long they were in new york we don't know how long it took them to get to orlando because literally we see the family of villains rob a bank and then hey we're in orlando don't think that's how that works because, first of all, you have to at least drive into New Jersey.
1: Yeah, but where did they rob the bank?
0: Well, not in New Jersey. There was money in it. they rob the bank in,
1: in New England? Did they rob the bank in, like, South Carolina? Did they... I
0: don't, I don't know. Where did they rob the bank? They, they picked them up. Alice and Janie talks to them a little bit. Then they go rob a bank. It's really about it. There's uh, just so many problems. The animation was p- perfect, though. I love the animation. No, oh, the
1: animation was cool. I really enjoyed the very beginning sequence
0: that was good, and there were so many stories that I would rather have watched.
1: Yeah, I mean, even the part with the credits where it was uh, the two D animation rather than right. the computer Right, generated three D animation, where it was like the evolution mm-hmm. of a minion onto land, where it was a little yellow. It was that
0: was really cute. That was cute, and I I was okay with that, but
1: but once you got into the main story,
0: yeah, I just
1: stopped giving a
0: shit. Like, At I would, all. I would have rather seen a whole movie about them being the minions of Napoleon, or them being the minions of the T Rex. Yeah. Or Genghis Khan. Throw Genghis Khan in there. Yeah,
1: there is plenty of
0: places to. There's plenty throw of villains throughout history that you could have tossed them in with. Why do you have to make this stupid story?
1: Well, I mean, obviously they were trying to bridge the gap into a prequel for Despicable Me. Right. But honestly, I think the compelling parts of Despicable Me are not the Minions.
0: No, I think... At all. It's Gru
1: and his relationship with his daughters.
0: Right. Because in the first one, Gru is straight villain. And you literally watch this guy, because of the influence of these small children, change. And you see him grow. And you see him realize that he can do other things than what he's always done. I think it's a wonderful story, and I think the minions just get in the way of that.
1: It, they really do. I mean, the minions are there as flashy flair for a little kid, right? To have something cute to focus on, rather than the actual compelling story and characters.
0: Right, and I I can see where Universal was like, oh, well, Disney did this with Lion King one and a half, but they didn't. They took their side characters right. and made a movie that runs concurrent with the same story. Yeah. You just see it from a different perspective.
1: Honestly, I think this is more like any of the movies that not necessarily Lion King one and a half, but like more Kronk's new groove.
0: Something that's like or some- very like small doses is fun. Right.
1: Because Kronk is great in Emperor's New Groove, but I don't. And want... honestly,
0: of all those types of movies, Kronk's New Groove is the best.
1: Yeah, even though the plot doesn't make any fucking sense. No, the,
0: but it's it, prequel it, to it's a series. More...
1: But that's a whole different thing. Yeah,
0: it's it's trying to lead into a series more yeah. than try to be a coherent narrative.
1: Exactly, but... but that's like if you were to take make a spinoff movie of How to Train Your Dragon. And make it about the random dragon in the background yeah. that's cute to look at. Right. But we don't care about. And then you try to make some sort of compelling story out of it to tie into everything
0: else. And it doesn't like, really
1: make sense. We
0: don't need an entire movie based on BBA. Exactly. And Kathleen Kennedy understands that. So she's not going to force it down our throat. Please, God, no. Universal just wanted to make money.
1: Obviously. Uh, I mean, Not
0: like you- they don't make money.
1: No, trust me. I know. I saw Comcast's freaking earnings report from last year. Oh,
0: so did I. But still. Almost all of that is driven now by NBC, Universal, and then... Parks and Resorts. Or Universal's Parks and Resorts. And part of that in Orlando is Minions, which, great. The merchandise sells. They're wonderful to slap on something, and they make great Facebook memes. Leave it at that. Anyway... I think we're done because bitching about this movie is starting to give me a headache more than actually watching this movie did.
1: Wow, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I think we're done. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have another news podcast out on Wednesday.
0: On Wednesday, yes.
1: Um, I unfortunately up. have to go out of town. Yes. So we are going to attempt to watch a movie separately.
0: Yes, this is going to be fun. We're and going then to review do...
1: them when I get back.
0: We are going to attempt... To get seats for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2.
1: Yes, so that is our attempt.
0: It's going to be interesting.
1: It will work. It might not. We will see. Um, If all goes well, we'll be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy next week. Otherwise,
0: we might be talking about Volume 1 of Guardians of the Galaxy. We might
1: be talking about uh, Volume 1. Or, honestly, if I could find Michael Jackson's Moonwalker online, we might talk about that. Who knows?
0: We're not going to talk about that.
1: Oh, come on, that movie's awful. I've seen it. So vi, It's love so it. bad. Oh, I love uh, it.
0: Next, you're going to want to watch Under the Cherry Moon.
1: Oh god, no. I've seen that movie so many or times.
0: Purple Rain.
1: It's my it's my mom's favorite movie, Under the Cherry Moon. Do you know how many times uh, I've had to watch that piece of shit in my life?
0: Oh god. Yeah.
1: I've seen all of the Prince movies. Purple Rain. Under the Cherry Moon, Graffiti Bridge.
0: There were three? Uh huh. Jesus. Yep. Prince just should have stuck with singing. He was amazing at that. Yeah. Although the weird shaped penis he had at the Super Bowl that one year.
1: Anyways, so so that's going to be it for us this week. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week.
0: Thank you for listening to the Movie Holes podcast. Join the conversation on Twitter or Facebook at Movie Holes. Or if you want more great content, visit our webpage at MovieHoles.com.